My name is Charity Dodd, and this is the Blended Learning in Action podcast. Welcome back to the Blended Learning in Action podcast. Today, I want to continue our discussion around social and emotional learning. Specifically, today, I want to talk about self-management. So what is self-management? According to Castle, the Collaborative for Academic and Social and Emotional Learning, self-management is managing one's emotions, thoughts, and behaviors in different situations and to achieve goals and aspirations. This includes the capacities to delay gratification, manage stress, and feel motivation and agency to accomplish personal and collective goals. The benefits of being able to manage one's self academically is that it allows students to follow through on plans to complete assignments, study for tests, stay focused in class, be more engaged. Non-academic benefits are that it allows students to have stronger relationships with teachers and their peers, possess greater well-being, have higher self-esteem, and engage in less risky behavior. Did you know that when students have limited social and emotional skills, they are more likely to struggle when they face a new challenge or conflict? In fact, one study, which I have linked in the episode notes, shows that 70% of students who drop out of school do so not because they lack the ability to do the work, they drop out because they lack the social and emotional skills to navigate challenges. How many of you know students who dropped out of school and you know that they had the ability to do the work? Think about that. Think of that one student that you know dropped out of school and you know that they could do the work. Possibly there was things going on in their lives that they couldn't manage. They didn't have the skills to to manage those, to regulate emotions possibly, um, to set and achieve goals. So that's what self-management is about. And there are demands from our employers for self-management skills. In fact, the McKinsey and Company conducted research that identified foundational skills that will help citizens thrive in the future work. This research involved 18,000 companies in 15 different countries. The majority of those skills are aligned to the skills that we talk about with social and emotional learning. I just want to share a few of the skills that are related to self-management that are identified in this report, which is included in the episode notes. So self-control and regulation, self-motivation, achievement-oriented, persistence, self-development. So those are the skills identified by employers as skills that they are looking for. And that will help, again, citizens be able to thrive in the workplace and thrive in life. There are many different strategies and ideas that relate to developing the self-management skills of our students, such as managing emotions, planning and organizing with lists, helping develop self-discipline and self-motivation through goal setting and reflection. But today, I just want to talk about one strategy that you can do to help students manage emotions and self-regulate. 
So to help students think of strategies to self-regulate, the first thing we need to do is talk to them about what does it mean? What does self-management mean? And why is it important? And possibly share ideas with them because they more than likely may not be aware of the different strategies that are available to them to uh, manage their emotions. So we want to begin by giving them the understanding of the why and then sharing some examples. Maybe one way of sharing examples is sharing with them how you yourself regulate your emotions when it is needed. For example, I take three deep breaths or I write down my thoughts and feelings in a journal to calm myself down. Or I write down three positive things in my life that I am grateful for and reflect on that. Let's talk about how you can do this in your classroom and engage the whole class in identifying how they can manage their emotions when they need to. With a whole group structure, ask the students to share ideas for how they can manage their emotions. Maybe they jot these ideas down as the group is sharing. Make sure everyone has a chance to share. This may mean using anonymous ways of sharing, such as using a Padlet or other tech tool that gives all students a voice. In small groups, you can um, ask students to use large poster-sized post-its and just jot down on that large poster ways in which they can manage their emotions. Once students are completed with their large post-it posters and brainstorming ideas, I think a great idea would be to post these all over the room and then do a gallery walk where students could go around and look at the ideas that the different small groups wrote on their, on their large poster. And then ask students maybe to take a notebook with them and jot down some new ideas that they discover. You can have students do this individually. Maybe you have a large group discussion, having students brainstorm ideas that work for them. Again, after the gallery walk, maybe give some individual time for students to write down those things that may work for them that they can try and have them keep it in a place that they can refer to when they need to manage their emotions. Again, I encourage you to share ways that students can regulate their emotions. Meditation, for example, it doesn't have to be long. There are videos on YouTube. If you have students who think that meditation isn't cool, show them a video, which I have an example linked in the episode notes of their favorite athlete or celebrity who meditates. So when I'm doing a workshop, I show a couple of videos of LeBron James, who is a huge advocator of meditation. If the students who think meditation isn't cool, they can see LeBron James actually meditating in front of the whole world on the bench. So that's pretty cool. Lastly, I would say, maybe take all of these ideas that students shared and have the students or yourself write them on a large poster to post in the classroom as a reminder to students. This makes it easily accessible to students who maybe are starting to feel like they're not going to be able to manage their emotions. They can look up and find a way, a strategy, a skill that they can try. 
This is just one small idea of bringing awareness to students and how they can manage their emotions to help them develop these very important skills so that they can set and reach goals. These ideas can allow students to learn from one another and also learn more about themselves. I would love for you to share on social media using the hashtag BLNAction. If you tried this, you can share images of your posters of what your students came up with or share strategies that you use to help students build the skill of managing their emotions.